Hey, thanks for joining us here on The House Podcast. We hope that you are encouraged by this message. If you want to learn more about The House, check out our website at welcometothehouse.com or download The House app. Thank you for joining us online today. Whether this is your first time to join us or you're part of The House family, I just want to say welcome to The House online today. What a week. Listen, it's been crazy And I'm just so thankful for our house, the support, the love, the text for my family and our staff. We had a few people test positive for COVID. So we called an audible. We just decided we're going to move online this Sunday and next Sunday. And we'll give you more updates throughout the week on our plans for the in-person Christmas Eve service. All of that is still, we're still planning to do that, but we just want to give it some time so we can see how things are going to unfold. But anyway, uh, thank you for being here. Comment, post, jump online with us. Also, I want to say for all of our house family that gave in the Heart for the House offering, listen, uh, just so grateful. Many I know were out of town or even texted me and said, hey, we're going to have to wait until the end of the year to make our Heart for the House uh, offering our, our giving. And so if you want to do that, they're going to put a link in the comments and you can do that even now if you were traveling. And also usually we have a time of tithe and offering set in our services, but because of the craziness of this week, we're just going to put that link. You can use that same link to, uh, give your tithes online today. Well, I want to pray. I'm not going to be long, but uh, we're going to be strong today. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in our church, in our body, for all of those watching that maybe are just stopping and scrolling by. God, I pray that they would hear a word that would ignite something in their life and that ultimately they would ponder the promise of how awesome you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, as we set up and get ready for the Christmas season, I wanted to take a few minutes and just talk about some Christmas carols. Listen, there we're in Christmas full steam ahead, and I know that this Christmas season may not look like what is familiar to you. Come on, 2020 Christmas, uh, it may seem a little bit different. Uh, you may not be able to celebrate it in a way that you are used to, but still, I believe that if you travel around, listen, watch those holiday movies in the background, you're going to hear a few songs. And I want to just draw some attention to some songs that I think we know the best, but we may understand the least. I think that there are some traditional Christmas songs that have a lot of theology and that have a lot of meaning. And I want us to just take a second and understand these songs maybe in a new light. We are going to start a new sermon series called Carols. And um, I think you're going to enjoy it. I believe it will be a way to bless your life and really help you focus on the reason for this season. Let me give you a a scripture verse real quick. Isaiah 9 verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, 
and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, come on, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I want to give you one last verse that will put everything we're going to talk about today in context. It is Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, and I'm going to read it here. You, if you got your Bible, you got uh, some notes. Uh, usually we put all the text on the screen, but because of this week and COVID and just trying to socially distance, uh, we are uh, asking you to go old school, come on and pull out your Bible, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. It says, now the birth of Jesus took place in this way, Mary... Uh, his mother, Mary, had been betrothed to Joseph. Therefore, they came together, and she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man, was unwilling to put her to shame. He resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, that's important, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, listen to this, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. Our first carol that we're going to break down, we even sang about it today as Nick sang this morning, what is Come O Come Emmanuel. This song is uh, just an awesome song that has so much theology, tradition, but the song speaks about pondering the promise. It, this, the whole concept of this song is for us to ponder the promise. And, and I want to tell you, it's important for us to stay as believers pondering the promise of all that God said he would do. Listen, he has not left us. It is so important to remember this now more than ever in 2020 that the story of Christmas is not about us. It's about God's faithfulness. This song gives us a history lesson. At the same time, it gives us the anticipation of all that God is going to do for his people. So let's go back. God the Father calls Moses to deliver the Jewish people. That's God's people. The Jews are the chosen people who were in covenant with God. That's why we support Israel today is because they are God's covenant people and there is a promise. In Genesis chapter 15, God makes an unconditional covenant, a promise to Abraham and basically says, no matter what happens in the next 400 years, I got you, we're family. In other words, no matter how it looks, God is working. Come on, I just gave you your first Christmas present right there. Somebody needs to hear that maybe you've been watching today 
And this last week or the last two weeks or the last three months, all of this year, listen, you've been discouraged. You've actually thought about giving up because maybe because of conflict or unmet expectations or distance. And you thought about, you know what, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm giving up. Maybe you've decided to give up on church, to give up on church people, to give up on people because there has been hurt and hardship. But can I tell you today, ponder the promise. Emmanuel is with you. God is with you. Right now in the middle of COVID, right now, come on, listen, as we're in our home, God is with us. God is with you. And I want to take a moment and unpack this Christmas carol. I don't know what kind of music you like, but my mom was a music fanatic. And we listened to all types of music. And as we listen to music, I, when something happens in my life, a song pops out. That's a, a Bible verse, come on, and a song. And, and I, as I listen to this, as I read the words, this come, O come, Emmanuel hits me like a slow jam. Listen, this song speaks of anticipation. It speaks of our need and come on, you remember those slow jams that was like, girl, come on, girl, like, like, I feel like that's this song, come on, come, Emmanuel, it's just like a, it's like a slow jam, it's like, we need you, listen, it's like that old slow jam, we're like, girl, I need you like oxygen, I need you like a 401k, <laughs> I need you like a latte with whip, come on, seven brew. Listen, for us, instead of girl, it's God. It's God. Hey, God, you, listen, you're our only hope. You're our only way out. You're our only source. And so I want to kind of look at this song, and I want to give you three quick takeaways to help you ponder the promise. The first is this. Jesus was sent to save. I want to give you the two first verses. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. Here's the second verse. O come, O come, the Lord of might, who to those tribes on Sinai height in ancient times did give the law in cloud and majesty and all. What is it saying? Is it saying that Jesus was sent to save? Romans 5, 12 says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, thus death spread to all men, because of sin, because all have sinned. Listen to this. We all need a savior from sin. 
Come on, I'm talking to my Republicans, Democrats, independents. I'm talking to people who you went to college and got your degree. I'm talking about people who have no degree. It doesn't matter. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and we need to be saved. And come on, I wish the church could begin to ponder the promise. Jesus was born to save Ponder the promise that God is still in the business of delivering people. This is why we put up the lights. This is our moment. We, we Sure, we understand that Jesus was not born on December the 25th, but this is the time that we as a people are choosing to celebrate. So we put up the tree, we put up the lights, we give out a few presents because we are celebrating God's gift to humanity. This, we are celebrating a Savior, which is Christ the King. For many generations, people were waiting on the promise to come. And he has come. And he is going to come, listen, again. Come, O come, Emmanuel tells us that Jesus, listen, is the remedy to our captivity. Not only that, but he frees us and he still provides freedom for us. Who here needs to hear this today? Jesus is the remedy for your captivity. Come on. That's a good, that's where you type in the comments and go, okay, preacher. Listen, addiction must end in Jesus' name. Strongholds can be broken in Jesus' name. Fear can be overcome in Jesus' name. Salvation is possible because Jesus is the remedy for captivity. That's our first one. Come on, listen. That's a song we're singing. That's a song we want to sing. The second thing is that Jesus was sent so that we would have victory. Romans 8.31 says, what then shall we say of these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Listen to this. It's not even that God is for us. It's that Emmanuel is with us. Let me give you the next two verses. O come, thou rod of Jesse, free thine own from Satan's tyranny. And from the death of hell, thy people save and give them victory over the grave. Come on, somebody. Oh, come, thou day springs. Come and cheer our spirit by thine advent here. Disperse the gloom and clouds of night and the death's dark shadow put to flight. Man, if there's any song that has meaning in 2020, we've been given the Holy Spirit to have victory over the enemy's plan. We've been given victory. Come on, three specific ways that we've been given victory is we've, given, we've been given victory over the enemy's power, over the finality of the grave, and over, listen, the hopelessness of gloom. Listen to this. 
We don't have to be in the depths of despair. Gloom doesn't have to overwhelm us like a tidal wave. This is why COVID shouldn't scare the church like it scares the world. Come on, let me get all the way through this before you get frustrated. I'm not saying we live recklessly and go lick everybody on the cheek. We should live wise. We should care about others and we should care about our own lives. Many people watching today have experienced a family member or a loved one or an extended family or someone that they know that they've done life with pass away. That's a big deal. And the church should care. It shouldn't be callous. Oh, well, uh, whatever. Let's move on. Listen, we grieve with those who grieve. But with that said, the body of Christ can never forget to ponder the promise. We must be governed by an internal perspective and live by faith. That's what the believer does. For us, this body, this temple, this life that we have, 85 years, 90 years, 120 years, this, we're just passing through. And come on, we used to sing songs about being ready. We must be governed by a eternal perspective. As a believer, I don't expect non-believers to understand this. It's a hard thought. And so many in our world today want to live by facts alone. There is a worse fate than death. There is a worse fate than being sick. Come on, listen. With COVID, it's eternity in hell. Come on, I wish I could preach this. It's living in darkness. It's having no hope. Church, we have hope. Come on, type that in right now in the comment section. We have hope. We have hope. We have hope. Ponder the promise. Jesus was sent so that we would have victory. Come on, we used to sing that song. I got victory over the enemy. And the world can do me no harm. Listen, I'm telling y'all, gloom doesn't have to win this Christmas. No matter where you celebrate, no matter what's going on in your life, let's produce and, and, and let's ponder, listen, the promise. The enemy's hold on our lives can be broken in Jesus' name. The grave doesn't hold the believer. The third thing is Jesus was sent to make a way to heaven. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes with him would not perish but have eternal life. Can I tell you that God's concept of perishing isn't sickness, it's the disease of sin and separation where it, it, it's hell. But we don't perish. Listen, if you receive and accept Jesus as 
God's son, then there is eternal life. Look at the last two verses. Oh, come thou key of David, come and open wide our heavenly home and make safe the way that leads on high and close the path to misery. The path to misery is hell. Oh, come thou wisdom from on high and order all things far and nigh. To us the path of knowledge shown and cause us here which way to go. There is a path laid out for us. Ponder the promise. Church, because of Jesus, heaven is now waiting, open, ready to receive those who pick Jesus Submit to Jesus. Come on, heaven is open for business. We don't have to be confused. We don't have to be manipulated by the world's philosophy. Ponder the promise. We are sinners who are in need of a savior. There is more to Christmas than a cute moment in a social media post. Jesus is the fulfillment of God's plan. He is our way to heaven. Let's not major on the cuteness of a baby and miss the mightiness of Messiah. Come on, write that down. The world doesn't have a problem with cute baby Jesus. It's the Messiah. It's Jesus, the one who was born to take away the sins of the world. Jesus' birth changes everything. Now we have a path. Receive him. Seek him. Come on, the wise men. Seek, seek him. Know him. Live for him. As we end today, ponder the promise. The Bible tells us that we will all experience hurt, hardships, hangups, hurdles. The Bible says, don't think it a strange thing. When hardships come, when, when trouble comes, when difficulty comes, but will we worry, listen, or will we worship? Let's look at the chorus. Let's, let's look at the, the, the whole part, that, the, most of the part that we all really know about this song. Let me just add this thought. These traditional songs were, were written as a way for people to understand basic theology. Most people couldn't read, but they could sing. And the verses were more important than the choruses. Now, our music is the chorus is almost more important than the verses. But but for, for this song, the chorus was just a, a, a reminder. So let's remember. Come on. Rejoice. Rejoice. Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Rejoice, 
Like right now, come on, it doesn't say complain, complain. We know the world's in pain. No, it says rejoice, rejoice. God is with us. Emmanuel, rejoice, rejoice. God is with us. I'm talking to you, those who are in covenant. Remember your promise. Remember your promise. It's our choice how we decide to respond this Christmas. Will the tidal wave of gloom come over us? Will we act as if we are all alone and nobody understands? Will we be frustrated over the divisions with the politics and the personalities and, and the hate? Or are we going to ponder the promise? Can I tell you something? You can ponder the pain or you can ponder the promise. It's up to you. The pain's real. It's out there and you will find it. But the promise, come on somebody, is real. And it's out there and it's given. And that's why we're celebrating. Jesus was sent so that we could be saved. Jesus was sent so that we could so that we could walk in victory. Come on. And Jesus was sent to make a way to heaven. For those who would accept Jesus as the Son of God. We love you. And I wish I had some cool music. I wish I had all of the production. This is just kind of a simple church service. But I believe the Spirit of God is moving right where you're watching. And I want to just take a moment. I want to pray with you. Maybe you've forgotten the promise. Maybe you've been pondering the pain more than the promise. And right where you're at, come on, you, you it's okay that you've lost focus, but let's regain focus right now. Would you, right where you're at, just come rededicate your life, recommit your life. Maybe even ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. And I believe you're right there, right where you're at. Right, You may be holding your device. You may be in the living room with your family. You may be in your bedroom watching on a computer or on YouTube or a screen. But I'm going to ask you to repeat this prayer as we remember that God is with us. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for the house. I thank you for our church. I thank you for our people. God, I pray that you would move. And Father, right now, I believe there are people who are inviting you back into their life. And if you're, you're, you're there and you're doing that right now, I want you to repeat this after me. Dear Jesus, I ask you to save me of my sins, to help me understand the victory that is waiting for me and to give me a full revelation of all that is in store in heaven. Be the Lord of my life. Forgive me of my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for watching. Listen, we love you. We love you. If you said that prayer, I just want to take a second. I, I want you to text 94,000 
to the house. I think they're going to even tell you how to do that on the outro video. But listen, we don't want, we, we don't believe that God does anything randomly. And if we had to pause this whole moment to connect one-on-one -on -one with you in your home, I believe that God has had an appointment with you and we are praying for you. We love you. Thank you, house family. It's good to see you guys. Love you. See you next Sunday. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear how this message impacted you. Feel free to let us know on the Contact Us tab of the house website. We hope you have a great week.